0: Okay. So, I have a bit of a stuffy nose. I probably had something that had wheat or sugar or dairy or meat or something in it. I always get like hay feverish whenever I eat different things that don't like agree with my body. But I'm going to carry on anyways because I'm on page four! I am like almost halfway to my goal of how much I want to read every day, which is 10 pages of this book, that I am committed to reading cover to cover. I've got 165 pages to go, right? Not to go, because if I'm 165 minus 4, 161 pages to go, right? So I'm totally doing this, I'm so excited because I love books that inspire me to want to become even closer to my savior and I love stories that are written in this style that are just straight up like kind of journal style kind of like memoir style and I love it right so I just read this part that basically talks about um, just like something that I could relate with right just the story that she that Kitty DeRuder in her book As I Have Loved You talks about hey this was one of my favorite little bits that my father used to tell me about Jesus, where there's this Jacob's well, and, and there's a woman, and Jesus offers the woman living water, and and then he goes into like, what he says in that instant. And I just lost the page because I need to blow my nosey again. I'm trying to find the page again, though. Okay. Almost there. Blow my nose. Try it again. (sighs) I I always get these comments from people that, like, listen to these podcasts. And they're just like, oh, I think it's, like, so cool that you have such a, like natural rhythm to like how you do it like you always have dishes clanking in the background and it's like it's got such a good feel like I just love that the ambience that you create or something like that right and I always laugh I'm like I don't know that I like create an ambience I think I'm just like breathing and living my normal natural life and I'm so glad that you like the sounds of my natural environment <laughs> So, anyways, there he talks, her dad talks about Jake as well. And then the next part she says, page four, when Jesus tells the woman things that no one knows, she says, I perceive that thou art a prophet. And he replies, Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews, but the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So that's from John four fourteen nineteen twenty two 19, 22 to 24. From this scripture I learned what a kind loving man. So this is still Kitty speaking, Deruder. Loving man our Savior is. We cannot ever fool him. He knows everything we have ever done, and yet he does not condemn us, but rather encourages us to drink from the living waters that we may never thirst again. After breakfast, all the children attended school, even the little ones, because we lived near our coffee plantation on the mountain. There were no public schools nearby. My parents hired tutors to teach the smaller children at home, but the older ones had to travel 45 miles to the city to attend middle and high schools. My parents preferred to send their children to private schools, so even though we were Protestants, the older children attended Roman Catholic schools run by the Catholic nuns who were excellent teachers. The Dutch, in order to keep the East Indies a colony, would not educate the native Indonesians, so very few had the opportunity to receive any form of education. Both my parents were well-educated, and education was very important to them, so they insisted that the children of their servants be educated alongside us. And so we ran a little school in our home, held in the west wing of the main house, which my mother had remodeled to accommodate all of those children. All of these children. Our school was only half a day, usually until noon, because the temperature in the afternoon would climb so high that it was impossible to pay attention as we would become too sleepy. So, seriously? That sounds so absolutely fantabulous, right? That's my dream, right? To have to like be the cafeteria mom or like have like kids in and out learning and like having these little study group things, like all over right like it just it just makes so much sense to me to have different intermingling of like learning with like different people in the community that that like different groups of different people can totally benefit each other like it's such a beautiful thing to collaborate in our learning together in ways where we we learn different things from different people and it's It's just fabulous. And so I'm all over that. I think that's so lovely that she has this memory. And I'm really excited about this next little bit because I got a peek at like the next little part that she talks about because she talks about just like how she just loved having all these different playmates, right? And like the moms like getting along and yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so then she goes on to say, "'We loved to have so many children come to our house and be our playmates. However, mam's cautioned us not to mimic their language as these children did not speak Dutch very well and had come to school to improve their language skills. Our tutor had no problem keeping order in the little class as everyone realized that going to school was a privilege and they wanted to make the most of it by studying hard and learning well.' During school, my Babble Kit would often stay in my class sitting on a three-legged stool close to the floor in the very back of the classroom. When she sat, Babble Kit always made sure that her head was never higher than mine, a sign of submissiveness and respect for my status. She would absorb the teaching for an hour or so, listening intently, sometimes even giving the answers in her enthusiasm for learning, always remembering what was discussed or taught during the time she was in class. Okay, so already, I'm just loving... These little observations of like this girl and her nanny and like, I don't know, I read this other book that said like, that was called like, I don't know, this book called like Home, something like Home. And it was by this this girl that grew up in China and she had like a nanny that was Chinese and she would teach her like different phrases in English and stuff. But this Chinese nanny was like so dedicated to this family. And it was such a beautiful thing to witness. And I just love how it's like illustrated in this story too that that was like a thing for this Deruder family, like Kitty Deruder as well, like just that like... Sweet example of submissiveness of this person that is like dedicated to serving you, like not because they have to, but because they actually really are their, their angel, their ministering angel. Yes, they might, it might be their job, but they actually take it on as their like full on role of, like, commitment and devotion and dedication. And that's kind of how I felt, too, when I was a nanny for, like, a year. I just felt like I wanted to give my all to these two little boys that were, like, age two and three and just wanted to take as all possible good care of them as possible and, like, give them everything and anything I possibly could. So it's such a treat when people can come across, like, really good nannies because they are just such such gem of people to be associated with so I think that's awesome